there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe is there. It's G.I. Joe against Cobra and Death. Hey, this is Jonathan. Hey, John. Does that theme pump you up or what? Uh, yeah, I want to go grab a jetpack and American flag and fight evil. <laughs> Every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we are doing G.I. Joe, the real American hero, uh, specifically the three and three quarter inch G.I. Joes. Yes, sir. Yeah, so G.I. Joe, you want to talk about G.I. Joe, how it all got started? Uh, sure, back in the uh, 60s, uh, uh, someone came to Hasbro, or he worked for Hasbro, I'm not sure the exact story, with the idea to create, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, You're sick again. Uh, I just have a cough. <laughs> um, he just came. Deja vu. He just came. Um, he went to Hasbro and he basically had an idea for uh, Barbies for boys, more or less. Uh, and he had to sell them on this. And his idea was, you know, let's have uh, twelve-inch dolls that um, were dressed as different service members. Um, and create play sets and, you know, things for boys to play with. Uh, the Army play sets, Navy, Air Force, I think. I guess Marines or Coast Guard, I'm not sure. Um, and they, they, they loved the idea, except for one thing. They didn't want to call them dolls. They felt dolls had too much of a feminine connotation. So they invented the phrase action figures. And um, that is what they're called to this day, action figures. Yeah. Did you have the original? So we're talking about the the twelve inch GI Joe action figures. Did you have any of those when you were a kid? Uh, I'm gonna say I did it, okay. um, or at least I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah, I had the uh, the twelve inch GI Joe uh, with a kung fu grip, and he was sporting this fuzzy beard. And uh, later on, I realized that um, I got another one called Bullet Man. Who I didn't realize at the time was part of the G.I. Joe action line, but he was part of it too. He was like a the superhero. He had like a bullet helmet and whatnot, he, and you can attach a rope and he'll fly across the room and stuff. Um, but those were the big um, G.I. Joe action figures at the time. And then after that, they just kind of disappeared, as far as I remember. Yeah, well, with, with the Vietnam War being so unpopular, they, they, they shift the focus um, away from being in the service to making them uh, adventure teams so right. so they became scuba divers and mountain climbers and bullet men for some reason and um yeah i mean they did pretty well into maybe the mid 70s um i don't think star wars directly killed them off i think they they were kind of less popular by the time star wars came out um right. and star wars <clears throat> pretty much introduced the three and three quarter inch action figure to uh, the world and yeah and, and, that, and that was huge oh yeah dominated it for the next when it come out 77 at least six seven years yeah i guess star wars was probably the company that started the whole um action figure plus play sets plus vehicles and whatnot you know as far as i can remember because i know barbie had a, a barbie car or something like yeah, that yeah I, I think they had some play sets for barbie but I think the real innovation with Star Wars was the uh, the size, right? Um, right. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, yeah. And so so we're starting off with um, series one, which came out in '82. And when you look at these figures, they were just 
your basic army grunts. You know, the, they just had their green army fatigues and, uh, you know, basic weapons and whatnot. But there was something very unique about this lineup, you know, um, like even going back to um, the, the cardstock that it comes on, every little nook and cranny of that whole action experience the whole buying experience was utilized right yeah you, you can tell they put a lot of thought into the design and the playability of, of what they're putting out um you know we just said that star wars had dominated the action figure scene for the, for those from 77 on so around you know in 82 uh hasbro needed something to combat um just the market share that keller had had with star wars and uh, you know, they figured out a way to revitalize G.I. Joe, and instead of making it a specific guy being Joe, they made it the code name for the team, um, and everybody on the team had a specialty, and um, also with the uh, three and three quarter inch scale, with Star Wars, they had five points of articulation, then the neck would swivel, the arms would move up and down at the shoulder, and the legs would move at the uh, hips, uh, kind of up and you know, I guess back and forth. Right. Um, and what G.I. Joe did, especially the early, uh, the first generation, and, and you know, second generation, they, they even improved upon that. But first generation had the uh, five points, but then they also added um, elbow joints. Balls. <laughs> what? Ball joints. Oh, ball joints. Well, I was talking about right. their elbows. So they bend, oh, okay. you know, right. the, the arms can bend at the elbows to form right angles, um, yeah. and they're the knees. They have the knee joints, so they can bend at the legs, at the knees, uh, so they can fit in their vehicles better. Um, because right. remember, when you put your Luke and your X-wing, his legs are like straight out. You know. Yeah, he'd ride a tauntaun like he'd he'd stick his whole legs in the tauntaun, yeah, yeah, but his saddle him. had like these mock-up legs to make it look like he was straddling right. a tauntaun. Um, and then you're right the ball joints um which gave them better range of move, movement with their legs yeah um, was part of i think we also have to credit a marvel comics i remember reading or maybe seeing someplace that that um hasbro went out to contact marvel to use their creative department and uh they were i think they assisted them with creating this tour line as well isn't that right right i think the story goes that um they couldn't market. They couldn't use cartoons to market toys back then. Uh, oh, that's right. So yes, they went yes, to Marvel yes. Yeah. And they said, "Look, let, yeah. let, we, you know, let's let's have a companion comic book, and we'll use cartoon to advertise the comic book, which will right. sell the toys." Yeah. So, like I said, we we you know we said <clears> uh, earlier, a lot of thought to design and marketing of GI Joes, and you were talking about their file, their um. <clears throat> The, the cards that they were on, that they were sold on, you know, they had a cardboard backing with like a, a, a plastic blister bubble that displayed the character. And unlike uh, Star Wars, who used photographs of their figures um, on the front and on the back when they showed you all the figures available, they just took a picture of the action figure. And on the front, it would be a picture from the movie. You know, so if you bought Han Solo, you'd have a picture of, of Harrison Ford in whatever Han Solo outfit from the movie. Uh, right. What G.I. Joe did is they had really dynamic art. Um, and we should really look inside if it was one artist and and um, how he... How, yeah, how it's, it's got to be stolen because when you look at the artwork, it, it looks pretty consistent throughout 
all the jokes. Right, and it was really dynamic. They were like exploding off the uh, right off the package, and the, yeah, you know, they're bright, they're colorful. They, they were they're like always in action. Yes. You know, they're like blowing something up, or Mortar Soldier looks like he just like you know just loaded up his mortar and it, something's exploding behind. Yeah, him. their facial features are great too, except for Duke. He just kind of stood there with a big grin on his face. He was smiling. Yeah, um, even even General Hawk was like waving people into battle. You know, he's like looking, <laughs> he's looking behind him with his hand in the air, waving forward. Right. Um, yeah, and on the back too. You know, they used you know miniature versions of those pictures to tell you which figures they had. They would just take pictures of the figures and put them on the back. And the right. back was also, um, you know, the, each each individual figure came with a file card, which was like a mini bio of each character. Um, that you could cut out and file and save uh, along with the proof of purchase, which they call the flag points, where if you collected enough, you could send in and mail away for uh, different things, figures and stuff like that. Yeah, those file cards are pretty neat because without you know a movie to back it up like Star Wars, you got this little history of this particular figure, and it was detailed. You got their first and last name, where they were from, you know, their specialty. I think I, I think it's some to even explain why they gave, they had their particular codenames too. I know I know in Short Fuse in particular there was a reason why they called him Short Fuse, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he had a hot temper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think you know that that was pretty neat, and on how they were able to paint this picture of these individual um, GI Joe. Uh, action figures and they, it kind of fleshed them out a little bit so you're you're because i remember clearly going to the toy store and you know not knowing who these characters are but reading their file cards in the back and just being intrigued about who these people are and stuff right you know yeah. um who was your first gi joe oh uh, well my first gi joe was short fuse short fuse um, he was the mortar soldier and um, you know, going back to was there a reason why you picked him in particular? I, I, Do you remember? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think maybe I liked his name, or could, he could have been a peg warmer. He might have been the only one left. Um, oh, okay. Because my remember. my good friend growing up, that was his favorite. Also, was short fuse. Well, he wasn't my favorite. He was my first. Oh, he was your first. Like, gotcha. he's, he's, okay. my fa- he's one of my favorites in the sense he was my first. You know, but only, only through that, you know, that reasoning because he's my first, yeah. Um Right. But. Yeah, and the, and the thing about the file cards we were talking about is like they're, they're, a lot of it was factual. They had real ranks. They had, they, nothing was made up in that sense. There was real army ranks. There was, they were, like the, what weapons they were proficient in. They had the actual like army designation for the weapons, you know. And yeah, and, yeah. You know, and they had real world uh, weapons, you know, M16s, and you know, it wasn't like made up spaceship stuff. It was very legitimate right. stuff. Especially that early stuff. They were very true. Except for maybe Scarlet and Terror the Crossbow. It was very true to, to what the uh, servicemen were carrying. They they put a lot of detail into into making that as factual. I mean, you know, Scarlet carried a crossbow, Flag yeah. carried a laser rifle, which didn't exist in the army. As that far you as you know. Of. And um, <laughs> um, you know, but things like that, you know, Grunt carried M sixteen. Short fuse right. had, had a mortar um, right. and, and a bipod stand. Um, rock and roll had a, I don't know, the M60, that M- heavy machine gun. Yeah, the M60 heavy machine gun. Um, hey, how bad ass was rock and roll? Where you see he had the, the bandolier bullet strapped across his chest. Yeah, and he had the long you know? machine gun with the bipod. Right. And, um, 
He was great. Uh, Snake Eyes had, had Uzi, and um, I think Stalker had AK, maybe. Or, oh, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. yeah he had something, yeah. He had something with, a, with a stock, with a foldable stock, I think. Right. Um, huh. I have to look that one but up. But they're all, you know, except for, like we said, Flash with the laser rifle and Scarlet with the crossbow. These are all mm-hmm. real weapons. And um, yeah. it led to the to the playability, I think, of it. So the, the first series we got here, the, your Joes, you got Breaker, Flash, Grunt, Rock and Roll, Scarlet, Short Fuse, Snake Eyes, Stalker, Zap. Um, guys with the vehicles would be Clutch, Grand Slam, Hawk, and Steeler. So amongst all these, uh, knowing your history from the Christmas episode, did you have all these guys? Uh, I had all of Generation 1 except for uh, the Mobat, which was the tank, which came to Steeler. Aww. I did Incomplete. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, my first show was uh, Breaker, actually. Okay. And uh, I was actually trying to think, why did I pick him? And it actually came to me recently. It's because Breaker actually does remind me of the original Joe. You know, he's got the beard and he's got the green fatigues and stuff. And I think that's why I think I gravitated towards him. And plus, he looked cool because he was the only Joe that had this little backpack with a little mic that hooked up to his helmet also, you know? Right, he had a headset because he was a communications officer. Yeah, so he just looked cooler that way because everyone else just had a helmet or a helmet and a visor and he had he had the whole shebang. It's funny that it's weird because he's one of your favorite and he was one of my least favorite because he didn't come with a weapon. I thought he was a liability in the field. Um, and you know what? Short Fuse was my least favorite too. <laughs> yeah, Short sure, sure Fuse was, yeah, I mean, because... He had no small weapons with him. He just had his mortar. Um, yeah, he, lo- he looked boring to me. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's why there's a variety. Or else, you know, everyone's fighting over... Like, if you're playing with Batman and Robin, everyone wants to be Batman. And with G.I. Joe, everyone had their own little distinct characteristics and their own little angle, yeah. uh, which was very, very unique and stuff. I mean, like, look at Snake Eyes. You got a guy like Snake Eyes who's black head to toe with no characteristics and he turns out to be like one of the most interesting G.I. Joes ever. You know? Right. Um, because well that was I think that's because of um he, he you you did have no history on him. His file card, a lot of stuff was more classified. And yeah, how cool is that that we had access to every Joe, but when it came to Snake Eyes, we didn't even know who his name was. Right. Or or even where he was from, I think, right. too. No, was, yeah, it was, was on his file card. Yeah. It's like there was someone, uh, you know, higher ranking than us. I guess it would be General Hawk. Yeah. That, that was the whole deal. Right. And I let you kind of be, like, Snake Eyes was your in because you could be Snake Eyes because he... Yeah, you could be Snake Eyes, him, right, and, yeah. Um, you know, he became probably the most popular Joe very quickly. And, you know, you know he's probably most known as being like a, the ninja on the Jag Joe team, but... I don't think that was his original um, uh, job. To, yeah, you know, to, he, was, he was a commando. But I, yeah, when I thought of Snake Eyes, I thought he was he was a one man that could do everything. If like if he had to send him in a solo mission, because he had his Uzi. That because I remember that during that time the Uzi was like the cool machine gun because it was short and compact, and I think he had like a some sort of bandolier that he came with too, like a weapons right. bag or something, you know. So the, there was something really cool about yeah. Snake Eyes. Now, when, when it comes to, you know, with the figures, we talked about the realism. Um, with the vehicles, they went a little bit more uh, fictional, but it was still awesome stuff. I think it was a, 
some of it was based on stuff we thought maybe the army yeah. had been working on right. you know um so you had the van the jeep that we had double barrel machine gun on the back uh that was like right. vehicle generation one um i loved the jeep i loved the clutch that came with it because he was from asbury park new jersey and um right it was just it was a great place that because you could not place a vehicle because um yeah, it was a rugged Jeep. It could, you could see two people in it. You could have someone on the machine. Right. That machine was cool because there was like a little switch on there that would reciprocate the barrels when you can mimic while it's shooting. I think it had, a, it had a tow hitch in the front too, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Was it working? Did it have a working tow hitch? Uh, I, yeah, I don't it think so. gas cans. I don't think so. It had a rack for the gas yeah. cans. Um, it was just a cool looking vehicle. Yeah. Right. Um, I think my favorite was probably the jump. The jump and the ram, they're like pretty close to each other. But that jump was sick because he would take my G.I. Joe and, well, you can make him well, fly. Well, the jump was the jetpack you know? system. He, yeah. yeah, the jetpack system. And it had its own laser gun that would attach to the forearm. So it actually, you know, of all the guns that the G.I. Joes can hold, it was a jump that the, the G.I. Joe can hold the best because this, the swivel arm action grip wasn't invented right. yet at the time you know and the ram was just cool because it's a motorcycle with a gatling gun i mean that's like the best thing in the world yeah and the jump just gave gave joe aerial superiority over cobra in that first generation um uh, yeah you know what cobra didn't have it he they didn't have anything in on the first no, series, the they? cobra soldier the cobra officer but no vehicles, no vehicles. and the cobra commander was a male yeah team, so um, but yeah, the jump right. back was awesome, and it could go on anybody. That you know, sick. anybody could wear it. If you had a hole in your back, actually, I think it didn't fit Scarlet very well. But if you had a hole, in your, I don't think Scarlet had a hole in her back. Uh, I think she did because that's where the screw was to, to screw together. the oh, okay. front and back of the body um, together. Yeah. And when I say hole in the back, that, that's just where the, the peg for the backpack would go. So they were even interchangeable, right. you know. Um, yeah. So the jump and then the ram, which was the the motorcycle with the uh, Gatling gun sidecar, you liked. Yeah, that's awesome. That's why I got a motorcycle, oh, okay. and that's why I got a Gatling gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Not true. laughs> yeah. Yeah. So series one was really cool, um, and then we go on to eighty three, and they just kind of build upon. You know the previous years and whatnot with their figures, and this is the, this is where things start getting really interesting because. Um, well, let's see. Do, do you know what year the cartoon came out? I think it came out in '83. Um, '83. So okay. Because I think they were pretty well established by the time it came out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because you know I'm looking at so basically we're on YoJo.com. They have every single action figure um, 12 inch three and three quarter inch vehicle that you can think of this this website's totally complete but you know um, one of the coolest bad guys because in the first series you got your your two generic cobra guys and cobra commander which was a male and figure 85 but for the first oh, i was yeah, the cartoon sweet. but yeah but then you get introduced to destro and this guy you know just like snake eyes just a mysterious face this guy was extremely unique because you didn't know what was up with this guy. Like, why did he have like a silver face? And he had that red jewel on his chest. And he had uh, some briefcase with like a. I don't know what was in his briefcase. Was it, like another gun um, or something? I'm not sure. I don't remember. 
I remember. But I remember his briefcase yeah. open. There's like a little yeah. latch, and it, it can open and close. So there was just always something well, there was, mysterious about Destro. Right. There was something about him because they even changed the theme song to incorporate him because it used to be G.I. Joe versus Cobra the Enemy, but then they changed it to G.I. Joe versus Cobra and Destro. And you're like, yo, right. what's up with this guy? He's so important. His name's in the <laughs> theme song now. You know, they didn't do that for the Pentor. They didn't do that for anybody else afterwards. Um, right. So, yeah, Destro. Uh, and look, man, you got to give props to Hasbro. Because some guy walked into a meeting and said, I got a great idea for a boy's toy action figure. Right. And they go, what's that? Yeah. How about an arms dealer? <laughs> <laughs> and they all go brilliant. <laughs> Let's give them a silver sign Okay. And you know the funny thing with Destro though, he was one of those action figures where I was never convinced he was totally a bad guy. I always felt that he could he would service G.I. Joe and Cobra because he was a weapons dealer. You know, he he was the one supplying everyone with their or their with their co weaponry and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, he was about but, the money. Uh, He's like, if you can pay him, he'll be on your side. Yeah, it's all about the money. Hmm. You must be in America. Okay. Uh, yeah, this one's got a lot of... This one has Airborne. We got Gung-Ho, the Marine. Got him. Um, I think m one of my three favorite ones, we got, got Snow him. Job, got Torpedo, got and Tripwire, right? Um, right, and we're and talking then, about... So now they're really getting specific with the specialties. You got Air, Airborne's the yeah. shooter. Gung-Ho's the Marine. Torpedo's the Navy SEAL. Snow Job's the Arctic Trooper. Um, trip wires right. the, the mine detector, the guy they sent out there to collect the mines. Right. Then we got Doc, the medic, obviously. And then um, then we got the vehicle drivers, Ace, uh, Cover Girl, Grand Slam, and Wild Bill. And then we have the second version of Grunt. And this is, I guess, Desert Storm Grunt. He's all in brown. Yeah, he flew the glider, right? But, uh, the uh, yeah. Is that what he did? Glider. Okay. Yeah, and and this is where I think the the accessories really blew up for me because the dragonfly came out with with Wild Bill and the dragonfly that that's gotta be like one of my favorite uh, vehicles of the right. The dragonfly line. was their helicopter. It was a two seater. Uh, God, it would have like six six missiles on it um, or rockets. It had a double. I think it had a machine gun and a grenade launcher on the nose. It had a winch system. Uh, it had pegs on the skids so the figures could kneel down and ride on it. Um, it was just stacked. Uh, and they had a button that, that yeah. was on the rotors, you know. Yeah, and that thing, you, you pumped that switch, and that thing would, the propellers would yeah, fly. Yeah, we, we used to try to, like, pump it hard, and, and we'd see who could get the uh, propellers spinning the fastest. Uh, yeah, it was so cool. And so you would have Wild Bill, and then you, you'd throw Airborne in the back, and then you throw a couple of Joes on the skids, and Cobra would be on the run because they're piling the stupid yeah. fang, which is basically a patio chair with right. a propeller. It, it, was, it was like <laughs> an open cockpit uh, helicopter. Right, open yeah. cockpit on think a of, helicopter. Think of, think of the old man in Up. Except instead of a house, right. it's a chair. Instead of balloons, it's a, right. it's a, it's a helicopter blade. And you got a Cobra Yeah, and I live in the cartoon, and they're always getting shot down. shot down. Just, <laughs> but uh, the Cobra Hiss was cool with the Hiss yeah, the guy. Yeah, that was their tank. The Cobra you know? was their tank. Yeah, that was their tank. That was pretty neat. Um, and yeah, this is where the accessories really started to grow. The the, the headquarters came out. This the snake, the battle bear. I mean, 
whole bunch of stuff and the G.I. Joe line is just starting to grow and to me it it got better than series one oh, absolutely. In sense, you know because they, they got these specific right. guys. guys got the Sky Striker which was their F-15 14 it was the time uh, oh right. with Ace right the, yeah yeah it was whatever uh, airplane Tom Cruise flew in um, Top Gun um, right. yeah wait did the cover girl come yes. with the Wolverine that, that's her vehicle? What yeah. a badass. She's yes. a former model. Um, hey. Yeah, Sky had wings that would um, open and close, um, land mm-hmm. gear that would come up and down. It was stacked with missiles. It came with Ace. I, I believe the seats came out as, like, ejector seats. Um, it, oh, like, really? Ejected, wow. You could remove the seats, you know what I mean? Um, that's sick, yeah. Yeah, that thing was a great toy to play with. Uh, the Wolf yeah. And the Ace figure was yeah, cool to sell. Like he just looked... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can pop up the helmet and whatnot. And, yeah. And, you know, uh, he just looked really got, cool. I think I might have gotten that for my birthday. And on the way home from Toys R Us, um, I opened the figure, and I lost his helmet in the car. In the car? In the car? And I, I looked through the car. I could never find it. And um, so <laughs> his entire career, Ace was flying that jet with that helmet. Did you ever check? Your, it was probably in your brother's room as he's hey, laughing probably, his he ass probably off. found it throughout the window, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> right. so, yeah. yeah. Hey, John. <laughs> got the helmet. Stop playing with toys. Right? So, in, in this series, I got to ask you, did you have them all? Um, I think so. From what? Re- wow. Yeah, I think the ones you read, I, I had them. That's amazing. You, and so you had the Wolverine with CoverGirl, too? Oh, you're talking about the, the vehicles. Um... Had the Sky Striker. Oh, you didn't know. have all the vehicles? Again. Go slow, go slow. Okay. Uh, yeah, APC. Me. Oh, yeah, that's the all right. That was their transport yeah, I had that. truck. Uh-huh. The I Fang, the Hiss. The, the yep. Dragonfly. The Falcon, the, you know, that little glider yes. thing. Um, the Flamethrower Pack Rat. Oh, well, I, I have one. There's it's like three of them, It looks right? like... There are like three Pack Rats. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a couple of them. them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't like those. Did you have the... Did you have the G.I. Gorgio yes, headquarters? Course, what, <laughs> yeah, what are you, a right? communist? <laughs> you had the headquarters, too? How, how many did you have? Only you one? Need? One. Two, look, you got two series of uh, G.I. Joe that came out already. There's not enough room for all of them. Okay. And then uh, uh, the snake, money. which looks like a... Uh, money. Uh, yes, the snake. It was like an <laughs> like Iron Man suit for Cobra. No, the snake was actually pretty cool. I thought that was pretty novel right. that they had, like, battle armor. Um, and the polar bear, which I'm surprised that did not come right. with snow job. And that, that was, was like a, thing. Small, uh, and, a snowmobile. Yeah. Yeah. Did the twin battle gun come with anybody? No. No? no? Huh. That was okay. just a, that was that just was a big... Yeah, did you have it? anti-aircraft machine gun, double barrel machine gun. See, what was cool with some of these vehicles, too, if you had the vamp... Because the vamp had yeah, like a toe hitch. You tow around. You, yeah. Did the, did the um did the tank have a toe hitch too? Not that I recall. Could you I pull things with it? Yeah. No. And then Cobra had the Viper, which is another thing. Yes. Man, you got yeah. it all, bro. Yeah, yeah. Did you have um other friends that had GI Joe? Uh, yeah. There was like there was a boy that I think his name was Steven down the block. Uh, right. Uh, he would. Yeah, he had judges who uh, we would play, but 
Did he have Ace? No, I had Sky Striker. Yeah. Oh, I would have pocketed his helmet, dude. Okay. <laughs> 84. 84 again. They are growing and growing. We got here um, the Baroness. Did you have the Baroness? The Baroness. Oh, wow. Okay. Blowtorch yes, yes. Duke. One of my favorite G.I. Joe things. Firefly, dude. Firefly, sick. And then we got Mutt with his dog, Junkyard. Uh huh. Oh, let's see. We got Recondo, Ripcord, Roadblock, Scrap Iron, Spirit, Storm Shadow. Son of a gun. These guys look cool. I'm telling you, if you're digging this G.I. Joe podcast, you got to go to JoJo.com and just relive your memories because they have every really stinking figure. It, it is a really good website. And then uh, Clutch 2. Oh, right, Clutch 2. I, did you have the, the second band? Oh, you deprived I child. I was in love. Um, Cutter. Yeah, well, Cutter came with you <laughs> the whale of Oh, okay, we're going to talk about that one in a second. Can we just point them to Christmas I, I want, memories? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but it's fun. Uh, Thunder. Did, oh, Slugger. Thunder came. Well, who did Thunder? Oh, Slugger. That's right. And then Zartan, yes, of course, and, uh, and uh, Hooded yeah, Cobra Commander. Him. That guy looks sick. I got him sick. in the way. I, I see got my flag points. I mean, if you're if you're looking at the face of evil, oh yeah, this is he, it. Uh, he was a clan member in blue. That's basically what he was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. No, but he just looked. Man, he looks yeah. scary. Like he's he's someone I'd be you know like if if I saw him like okay this guy's yeah this he, guy yeah, he was cool because he was a darker shade of blue than the original Cobra Commander, um, right? And I don't he looked he just looked more menacing. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did throw a hood on you and it's, it's trouble. Anyway, uh, let's see some some notable figures. We talked about Firefly. Firefly was just he had that that snake eyes thing going where because he had a mask on, he could be anybody, and he's probably like one of my favorite yeah, bad guys. And I wanted him to be a cool good guy. Saboteur. That's why. Oh, yeah. saboteur. saboteur! How cool is that? Saboteur. And you said you like blue. You know, I, I I tended to like the guys that had a decent amount of accessories. Like I liked. Blowtorch. I like the ripcord for some reason. Um, you know, right. And, and the thing about blowtorch and ripcord is they both had blowtorch because he's a flamethrower. He had an oxygen mask, so it covered his face. Right. And then ripcord because he was a halo jumper. And I loved. I mean, the idea right. of halo jumping. I had never heard of that before. Which is high altitude, low opening. Meaning they jump from a very high altitude, and then they they free fall right. at the last minute um, until. Did did did, the, did you put him in the back with Ace? Uh, no, because I liked. The thing about that was you couldn't put a backpack on with the guys and. Um, airport. But I thought that's where Ripcord was supposed to be. Wasn't he supposed to be with? Who's supposed to be with? Because uh, I don't know. You parachute out of an F sixteen. Oh, that's but, true. Um, what do Air, I know? Airborne was still serviceable because he had his weapon in his helmet without his backpack. Oh, right. But yeah, uh, the backpack was an integral part of who uh, Ripcord was. So I just sure. kind of like he got dropped from like a C-140 or something. <laughs> so this is neat because Cobra's, you know, their lineup now is starting to grow with really legitimate characters versus the generic 
Cobra bad guy. You know, you have the Baroness, like we said, Firefly, and Storm the Shadow. Yeah. And these guys were, they're ma- menacing. Oh, Major Plus? Oh, not yet. I think Major Plus next year. Oh, okay. The following year. Oh, and then Zartan, okay. of course, who was uh, a major player also. Um, I didn't know much about Scrap Iron. Who was Scrap Iron? Scrap Iron, he, he was just like a rock, like he fired rockets. And no, he was a no, Joe? He was a Cobra. Oh, uh, okay, like alright. came with like a little thing that was on like a tripod, you could stick two rockets in it. And he had a good, yeah. Right. Yeah, I thought Ripcler was cool also. He's like one of my favorite figures in that line. And there's, of course, Storm Shadow, uh, who became the foil of Snake Eyes. And I think that really kind of jump-started Snake Eyes being a ninja, that whole origin story. Yeah. Right. And, now, he was cool, because the accessories he came insane. with were... It was insane, because this is a time... This is like early 80s when, when ninjas are and super he was, popular. He was hard to find. Like, he was not a peg warmer at all. The only reason I got Storm right. Shadow was I was with... Uh, my next door neighbor, her grandson, would come around there once in a while. I'd, I'd hang out with him and play with him. And um, yeah. they went to Bradley's one day, and, and they took me with them. Bradley's! And he wanted, I don't know who he <laughs> wanted, but so his grandma was buying him a G.I. Joe, and I saw Storm Shadow there. And I'm like, yeah. you got to tell your grandmother to buy me this. And he's like, yeah. What? I talked to him to ask his grandmother to buy it for me. <laughs> Wow. That's awesome. And it worked. worked. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Grandma, go buy this kid. I I remember Grandma's face. And she looked at me like, you son of a... (laughs) Mom's like, what you got to do, Granny? I'm getting smirked at him. (laughs) That's awesome, man. You got the burls. Okay. 85. Oh, sorry. That was 84. And you had, again, all these figures as well? Um, all the ones you named, yeah. Wow. And only one G.I. Joe Command Center. This is what I mean. You probably needed two. Yeah, well, you know, I was deprived. <laughs> and 85, I think this is like the last year where I thought it was super interesting. And again, they build upon it, but now G.I. Joe is a little bit more colorful. Uh, not, I'm not going to say gimmicky, just colorful you know we had barbecue barbecue was a cool figure because he came he was I liked it he came yeah, like firefighter yeah it was a fire I, I had him alpine i don't think i had alpine airtight i don't remember airtight who airtight was, was. Like, um, was he a cobra guy? no he was uh he was like a germ warfare that kind of guy he was yeah, the germ, i'm looking at his yeah, picture like he was like germ warfare or something like if there was a Oh, germ warfare! I got you. Gotcha. He's cooking the myth, and then we got uh, <laughs> Bazooka Zap. Soldier. No, Zap was the original <laughs> one. No, but, right? Is yeah, it Bazooka. Bazooka. That's stupid. Because Zap was the original <laughs> Bazooka right. Soldier, and then right made a new Bazooka Soldier and called him Bazooka. Yeah, and he he's the mis- uh, missile yeah. specialist, and he had like a I don't know like a hockey shirt on right, or a football right, right. shirt, something like that. Um, Dusty. Dusty. Oh, yeah. really? Well, I had Dusty. Look at that. I thought it was cool. Most of the Joes that kind of look like <laughs> legitimate like army guys are the guys right. that I kind of picked up. Flint, like Footloose, was one of them. I, I like Footloose. I didn't have yeah. Footloose. 
Yeah. Um, Lady J? I, Lady, I don't know if I had Lady J. Did Lady J come with a beat? No. What was her deal anyway? She threw, I forgot. She Ooh, threw she for some reason that exploded. Steaks? Yeah, I don't know what her specialty was, though. Huh. All right. And then we got yep. Quick Kick, your stereotypical Asian with no shoes. <laughs> Ripper. Uh, no, I don't have any dreadnoughts. Dreadnoughts. Uh -huh. dreadnoughts. And then, right, Shipwreck. And this is when I think the cartoon starting to come into play because Shipwreck was really popular yeah, in the cartoon. Dumb of her too, like, he played a big yeah. part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He played a big part of it. And then um, the Snow Serpent. I have um, Shipwreck um, and Snow Serpent. Or maybe, I, wait, uh, and Shipwreck then we got a parrot. Does that sound familiar? I think he did. Yeah, they did. started this thing where people... Well, he's a sailor, they started, yeah. They started this thing where everybody started calling animals, like Mutthead Junkyard, which was a dog. Um, second version of Snake Eyes came with a wolf, Timber Wolf, Timber. Um, yeah. Spirit Iron Knife came with um, Freedom, the Eagle. Oh, right, and, uh, yeah. What was your Rex Bird name? The, the Bird? Yeah. It, it was named... Polly? Thomas. Polly. <laughs> Come on. Is it Polly? That's it's not Tots. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm looking on the card over here. Polly. It is Polly. Oh my god. Hilary Hammer's burned out. Yeah. Hilary <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, Hammer was a. Uh, he wrote every issue of G.I. Joe for Marvel Comics. And there's about 155 of them. And um, he wrote all the um, file cards. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because yeah, because Larry Ham was actually a, a, a vet also himself. Yeah, all that. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then we had the the stupid twins Zaymont and Tomax. Yeah, I had them. This is kind of when I started punching out. <laughs> you had both of them. Yeah. Well, they came in a two pack. Oh, did they? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Wow, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> Crankcase. <laughs> yeah, he came with the All Striker. It was another. It was like a doom buggy thing. It was like doom buggy with a with a big cat on back. Uh huh. And frostbite. Oh, he came with a snow cat. Yeah, he was. Uh, was he a Joe or a Cobra? Frostbite. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a Joe. Yeah, that's a Joe vehicle. Yeah. 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 And then. Um, they didn't have that. Heavy metal. Was he the bridge layer? Or the no, Mauler's toll booth. Right. Heavy metal was came with the mauler. Was it the mauler or a second tank? Yeah, it was like a brown tank. Yeah. And then uh, Keel Hall. Keel Hall came with the... What did he come with? The USS flag? I, I would assume, yeah. No, I thought they would have an admiral. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah I think he came with the USS flag. Well, did you have the USS flag? Absolutely not. It was seven feet long. <laughs> Where would I no more room in the basement, huh? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> But you could fit the Jaja headquarters on top of it. Wow, just for yeah. sheer size. Was it seven feet long? It was seven feet long. That's enormous. Huge. Huge. It's like having a minute bowl in your house all day, every day. Lying on the floor. Minute bowl could actually lay on top of that. Lying on your and floor. Be very comfortable. Joe figures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I need a Photoshop together. Minute bowl and a uh, city USS on top of it. <laughs> right. And the live action okay. movie on the USS <laughs> And then 86, I think, is the last time I, I don't want to go beyond 86. But 86, I think there's only maybe just a handful of cool figures. Um, we got Beachhead. Love him. Uh, who was Beachhead? What was his specialty? Was, the, was he a uh, trainer? 
covert operations, G.I. Joe covert operations. Oh, is that what he was? I think so, right? Oh, because I remember in the cartoon he was training like the new Joes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, click the like. What's it say? Let's see. Beachhead. I'm trying to use my memory, dude. Beachhead was first released. Okay, that's what I don't want this. Uh, this Falcon. Falcon. Arborn, Alabama I- Infantry. That's it. Army, branch, small arms. Let's see. Beachhead was a lane instructor at the Ranger School at Fort Benning. Advisor at the Op School in Central America. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he was like some sort of trainer. Yeah, he trained gorillas in Central America, apparently. Yeah. Not the same thing. He says he, uh, who's on our side? (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, he came with a lot of stuff also. Yeah, he was pretty cool. Backpack, ammo case, a machine gun. And then uh, the other one, uh, Dow, what's his name? Dow Town? Yeah, he took over Breaker's job. See, that was yeah. the point where they had guys taking over jobs of the original Joes. Like, Footloose, sure. took, Footloose took over Grunts as, in, as infantry trooper. Dalto took over um, <coughs> Breaker's communications officer. Um, Lifeline, Lifeline probably replaced Doc. Back. Yeah, that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lowlight, I guess he was a nighttime ops person or right. something. Mainframe. Did not have him. Computer specialist, right? Right, and then a second version of Roblox. No, because he was wearing like a bright green. Green. Yeah, like neon green. Yeah. Top. And they jumped a shark about here. Yeah. Yeah, because now they have special missions in Brazil, and even the vehicles aren't that wonderful. What came out? So, uh, let's see, we're in 86 here. Um. Oh, the Cobra Night Raven. That was pretty sick. Yeah, I didn't have the that. The Cobra Terror Dome. <laughs> did that drone. Uh, they upgraded their plane to Conquest. Uh, the Joes. Yeah, the X something Conquest, yeah. No, I didn't have yeah. that. What was the name of the character that came with him? With the Conquest? Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Slipstream. Slipstream, yeah. Dang. Very good. That one out of nowhere. Yeah. You didn't have this one? I did not. Wow, something came on. Something came into your life that distracted you. I think probably girls. It's probably no, probably Transformers, right? Yeah, I, I wasn't. I had Transformers, but I wasn't. No, I, I, I was not. All right, all right. We'll say girls. Yeah. What is this? 80, 85? 85, 86? 86. Yeah. 86. Eighth grade, seventh grade. Yeah, roughly. Oh. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Move along. So, Eighty-seven is. But, you know why? Because now we're talking about Big Boa. <laughs> you want to talk about Big I Boa? Big I like the Big Boa story. I had Big Boa. You did? I did. Why would you do that? Explain to the listeners Big Boa. I like this story. The question is this. Why wouldn't you have Big Boa? All right, why? So. Because of all the... All right, tell the story and I'll tell you why this this is stupid. I mean... It, okay, that's why yeah, you get him. Please. All right, so Big Boa was a co You don't get Big Boa. All right, I'm sorry. Shush, are you done? Yeah. Big Bo was Cobra trainer. He his figure was <laughs> one of uh, bare chest with boxing gloves, with uh, with like a uh, uh, his head was in a mask, and I think had little spikes on it too. Um, imagine, imagine like we're gonna post Rom, a picture the space on, machine. Gun. We're gonna post a picture of Big Bo, and he's got no shirt on. Right, we're gonna post a picture of Big Bo, but you gotta see him to believe him. But he was a Cobra trainer, right. so it looked like yeah. he trained them in their physical, you know, like, kind of fight, basically. Um, sure. But Big Boa came about because 
Um, Joe, like at this point, Sergeant Slaughter and the Fridge were both the Fridge being William Refrigerator Perry from the Chicago Bears. They they were right. both on the GI Joe team, Sergeant Slaughter mm-hmm. and um, the Fridge. So their next, I guess, celebrity figure was going to be Rocky Balboa, right? Um, and they had advertised him as a figure. And that's the only reason I remember this is they advertised him as the Joe trainer, Rocky Balboa. Uh, he came with his shirt off. He had boxing gloves on, and he came with he came <laughs> with like a little punching bag that you can knock down. And uh, yeah, Stallone Rocky head, right? Right. Well, something fell through. My theory is um, that they. They started making Rambo. Rambo had gotten the cartoon at this point, and they were making Rambo toys. So I'm, I'm assuming the like this rights to Stallone. Oh sure, probably right. with the Rambo, and they, they couldn't. And the deal with GI Joe fell through. So instead of scrapping right. the whole thing, what has to do is they popped on a uh, just a you know helmeted head onto the mm-hmm. Stallone body and uh, repackaged him as a Cobra trainer. Look at yeah. that. Terrible. I mean, when you look at the figure, there's no resemblance of Rocky other than he's got no short bread. But like I said, it's like, if you're going to make a a Rocky figure, it makes more sense to do a Rambo figure. Right, but Rambo, I think, wanted to, like, make Rambo part of G.I. Joe, or? So, Rambo toys came out in 87. Oh, that, that, well, there you go. Yeah, 87. That's exactly what it is. Look at that. It is the most ridiculous figure i don't even know why they even bothered it it's terrible well, probably because they had all these rocky balboa figures that they didn't want to throw out so what you do is take the head off and repackage it as a uh who's rocky balboa figured a boxer is going to go out in the field with his no, boxing he gloves the, he's the trainer he's training the joes out of fight all right did you um there did you, you see pictures you saw pictures of uh big Bella, right but the best, Big the best part of this, look, yeah. you can't, you can't knock them. I mean, it's a genius marketing because that Rocky Balboa, they lose him, they change him to Big Boa, and Boa has the same yeah. connection. Because, you know, Boa yeah, wonderful. I think it's genius. Okay. <laughs> now, did you know that at the time that that's what the <laughs> character was? Well, I knew they had advertised a Rocky figure. And then, right? Oh, you did? Yeah, they had advertised them before he came out. But um, really? You mean as in a commercial? No, like, like I think in a comic book, like you could, like I said, he, I think he was originally going to be a flag point. You, know, you collect flag points and you get Rocky. Um. Well, look at that. That is true. But boy, you know, so I'm looking on here. There actually are pictures of this particular action figure, but it looks nothing. Nothing like the figure that you see now as Big Boa, but so it looks like they just. No, that's the a name. custom. You look at the oh, is it? top of the lot. Yeah, yeah. Those are customs. I'm trying. To, it was an ad. It's got to be somewhere. This is your freaking internet. It's got to be here somewhere. It's in there. <laughs> anyway, ridiculous. Kids, if you're going back to look for GI Joe, just skip it. <laughs> but yeah, this is where they, they jumped the shark because you had people like Doctor Mind Bender. It was another yeah. shirtless. I guess they were saving money on paint. He was a shirtless guy that had a cape, and he was the Cobra hypnotist. And he had Croc Master, 
who was a you know, <laughs> cobra alligator right guard for whatever reason you need an alligator in the field. Yeah. Um, you never know. Down in the bayou. Yeah, I'm going to text you a picture. I think is the... Oh, you know where I saw him? In the G.I. Joe yearbook, which was uh, in the comic book, once a year. It was like an annual. You know, like a comic series mm -hmm. annual, but they called it the yearbook. They're, they okay. had a photo. They had another photo. They had a drawing of him and the um, his file card in the comic book. Oh, so not okay. that sort of figure, but they made it look like he was going to be... Um, in the comic, I mean, in the uh, and it was like Rocky Balboa <laughs> yeah. as himself, yeah. huh? Look at that. See that, kids? You learn something. I'm gonna good. send you it right this, now. This this show is useful. I'm gonna text it. Uh, we'll post it on Instagram. Right, yeah. I'm gonna send it to you. Look at it, and then you can post it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's like yeah, that's when they um. Ali card. He was a personal combat instructor. Secondary military specialist, special services, birthplace Philly, grade E5, enlisted reserves. Yeah, Rocky. Um, so, yeah, that's where they jumped the shark because they just got. And then they started breaking off into smaller teams like Battle Force 2000, Tiger Force, Ninja Force, all this other nonsense. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's when. And, and plus that, we were aging out of it. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, all right. In light of Big Bo, I think we're done with this G.I. Joe podcast. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, yeah, but the, I got to tell you, I love those toys. It's the only thing that can pull me away from Star Wars. Like, I dropped... It's a, it was an amazing to uh, uh, toy line for sure. Yeah, I dropped Star Wars like a bad habit once I got to G.I. Joe. <laughs> sure. It, it's, more, it's one of those phenomenons where you got the action figure, a cartoon, a comic book. I mean, they had... All media is running hard, and then eventually a GI Joe. Actually, I think a couple movies. Didn't it come out? Maybe two, two feature-length movies. I only remember. Or was it one. just one? Maybe just one. Yeah. They had two. Well, I mean, it started as two mini series. That's what it and is. And then, yeah. then they went into like an everyday cartoon series. Then they did a GI Joe animated film. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, they were they were. It was a great combination of. Fantastic marketing, great design, and their timing was perfect too because they were hitting their stride just as Star Wars was petering out. You know, the last movie, right. the last movie came out in '83. There was like a George cartoon. There were some Ewok live action movies, but there was nothing to sustain Star Wars in terms of keeping on making on new different figures. And GI Joe, yeah. probably by the end of its run, GI Joe had three times as many original figures as Star Wars did. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Anything else you'd like to add? I just thought that they, they, they re-released a lot of stuff in the late 90s. Um, and there's still a huge, well, not huge, but there's still a collecting market right now. And though they don't mass market G.I. Joe figures, there are collector mm -hmm. clubs where every month you can buy, like, a new G.I. Joe figure. Um, obviously, they're more than, like, $7 or, like, $40, $50 each. Um, yeah, I think I remember going to Toys R Us. They re-released like I think the, like the original nine in one box. Did you ever see I that? I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, in the mid nineties, I did. I did pick up a couple of the things they re-released. Mm -hmm. I, I, I got the tank finally. I got the Mobat. You finally got the tank. Um, I got I got the Snake Eyes. I got a, and I still have them. I told um, 
I told you that I found a box of toys in my mom's basement and I was going through them. And I had two original Star Wars figures and I found six of the re-released G.I. Joes. Score? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bunch of buyer base. How about I read some uh, iTunes reviews? Sure. All right, we got a five-star rating from uh, CA Red Devil. Love the show. Love your movie discussions, as well as the other nerd-related shows. Keep it up. Thank you, Red Devil. So thank you, Red Devil. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, what else did I want to share with you? Oh, yeah, and there's and then on Instagram, I put a little post on there, and uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, I did a post on what was more favorable between G.I. Joe and Transformers, and G.I. Joe won 57% versus 43% Transformers. Wow. It was pretty tight. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a close one right there. And then we also did one on um, who was the better Cobra leader, Cobra Commander versus Serpentor. Who do you think I won on that one? Um, it has to be Commander. 100%. Wow, no one voted for Serpentor? None. All I hate is Serpentor. <laughs> he was so... Anyway, yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for Cobra Commander because he was like it. And then in comes Serpentor and he was just treating him, treating him like a dog. I felt bad. Wait, remember, Serpentor was created from the DNA of like the 50 greatest tyrant slash leaders ever. Yeah, that part of G.I. Joe I didn't care for. The only thing I liked about that storyline was Nemesis Enforcer only because I thought his name was cool. Yeah, that's a cool name. But other than that... Well, the whole Cobra Law thing was awful, but... That was terrible. I don't know what they were thinking. Oh, well, yeah, they had jumped the shark already, so... <laughs> what, what, was uh, uh, Serpentor in the comic books as well? Did they yeah, he far? premieres in... Uh, when we talk about the comics, we'll talk a little bit more about him, but he premieres, I think, in issue 50. Wow. Yeah. All yeah. right. So read up uh, one to forty nine, people. You'll be okay. Yeah, Fifty two. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, on Instagram, what are, where, where can we find us on Instagram? Instagram, Nerd and Me, and uh, you know we'll post compa- uh, companion pictures of the things that we talked about on the right. show, and and I do daily polls on there, which are fun to do. Right now, currently, we're doing. Uh, a battle royale of James Bond, which is pretty cool, and I'll share it on the next show about the results on that one. Uh, we also yeah. have a Facebook page out. It's Nerd and Me Podcast, so just mm-hmm. put that on the Facebook search page. Um, yeah, update that once in a while, will you? You're a pain in the butt. It gets yep. updated once a week. When we post our new shows, I put pictures related to the shows up. So, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, All right. a lot of jokes we talked about today will be on the Facebook page. As well as the Instagram. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. Are we on Twitter? I forget. Uh, we are, but we have it. I don't know what to do with it. So just contact us through Facebook. Or tweet us and tell us how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work, too. Also, Alan, um, right. we have uh, some friends of ours that do a show. Uh, J- oh, do we? Yeah. Okay. T and J uh, <laughs> do a... Uh, <laughs> uh, show called Better the Nerd Zone. Right at, Subpar. Right at, yeah, they're talk. good. <laughs> oh, that's going to cause problems. Uh, I'm they do, tired. <laughs> they do uh, all things nerdy. And, no, um, they're awesome. Yeah, whereas, uh, where we do nerdy things with a focus on the nostalgia of the 80s, they do all things nerdy, doesn't matter what year. Um, yeah. And we also, and I also have another podcast called uh with my friend Pete called Fat Men in Little Coats. That we, mm-hmm. we uh, my friend Pete and I travel 
and we go to conventions and we go to national parks and historical sites and we we talk about our travels and the cities we're in and what's to do there and what's to eat you know the food we eat uh, you know it's a, it's a nice little road trip um podcast um i like that podcast yeah, it, that's it, a good one I, I like doing it i wish i could travel more yeah. than do it more often but um yeah, if you check if you check out Fat Guys and Little Coats, uh, not just the travel part, but they just recently hit um, what, what's that con Still called? City con. Steel City Con, and they've met a lot of famous people, a lot of notable people too, and you got a lot of cool stories on that one. Yeah, it was it was fun. We had a good time. Um, yeah. And uh, also, you have uh, the Hidden Gems podcast. Oh yeah, thank you very much for mentioning that. All right, <laughs> Hidden Gems is basically the 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 underdog movie which i've been doing for quite a while so check it out check it and out then finally the four of us me jp and alan have a channel on anchor app called uh, stuff you don't need to know where we each individually uh, post uh short podcasts mini episodes i guess on all different things i do one on american history and uh quick movie reviews uh, alan does some stuff on marvel comics uh Jay does some TV reviews, and um, he does other. Oh, Jay interviews uh, celebrities oh, yeah. too, which is pretty neat. Yeah. Quote unquote celebrities, and <laughs> um, Pete, Pete's been doing some uh, sports talk recently, specifically the uh, the upcoming NFL playoffs. Yeah, so, uh, give us a listen. Check so it out. Easy to Get your betting done. There's something for everybody out there. If, if, you, <laughs> if you, whatever you like, we we're probably doing a show on it. It's amazing we have full time jobs and families. So Yeah, this stuff is like another job for yeah, me, man. It's crazy. It's fun though. But it's yeah. fun. I I like it. I like I like talking about this old stuff. Makes me feel young again. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually older. Yeah. All right. I think we're done. Sounds good. Till next time. Martha. Peace.